Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to another spirit-filled edition of FBS Fireside. I'm your host, Jaworski Vance. Oh, I'm excited. It's talking tally in the house. Excited to be on the show. Well, Wild Willis is present. Hey, man, so nice to have y'all on the show, man. Looking forward to this second edition, the second part, this two-part series on the hardest job in America. We want to follow up on our conversation from last week of how difficult it is of being a black father in America. And man, I tell you guys, it has been a day for me. What about for you worldwide? For sure. Uh, Juggling multiple uh, jobs, uh, responsibilities. This is another day in the life of a hard working father. Amen. Hey, well, hey, listen, I'm going to go ahead and throw the first log on the fire. I need some sparks flying. Uh-oh. Let me tell you. Today, part two, I, I can't hold it back no more. One of the hardest things about being a black father in America is that we have Uh-oh. to make sure that we're finding we have to establish peace in the home, not just with leading the children, but the partner. I, you know, whether you're married, guys, whether you're married, whether you got a baby mama, maybe you just associate. I don't know what your situation is, but we cannot avoid the reality <laughs> that you're going to have to learn how to get along with that other person that's a part of that parent model for that child. I'm just putting it out there. And that's Ooh. a difficult job for the hey, black father. Don't be sure. putting my business out there like that, Tally. That's not. <laughs> no, it's hey. It's all of our business. Because agreement about what we were talking about, because you know it's been one doozy of a day <laughs> in the Vance household. Hey, well, that's okay though, because I'm pretty sure what's going on in your household is going on in many households all across the country. And all we're trying to talk about today is that one element of being a black father in America is that partnership, right? That parental partnership that needs so much attention. Now let's get to the root problem. Let's talk about why. It is part of a hard job because, as you know, and I'm just throwing it out there, Will. I'm gonna throw the ball to you and the, uh, say if, see if you can be with me. Do you okay. agree or disagree that many of our black fathers, when they get into a situation, now we have government involvement, family involvement that makes that uh, that that parental model all skewed, if you will, because now we're in a society where black fathers immediately, if they seem like they don't want to do right, immediately the woman goes to the, to the court, put that man on child support, and then it creates a whole nother scenario. What do you think about that, Willard? Yeah, well, Ben uh, was on child support for most of my older son's life. I know all about that. Mm. And um, I, I wish that, and when the court, the courts are ruthless. Um, we were, I was in uh, child support court a while back where there was a man and a woman who had a marriage, they got divorced, and he was ordered to pay like an exorbitant amount of money, like maybe $2,000 for one child. But the wife said at the time, you know, I didn't need it. The wife just go ahead and pay me 800 So they made that agreement themselves, even though the court order said 2000 Well, the guy was doing trucking and everything was going well, but um, when the, the, the first uh, recession hit right around 2008, he wasn't making as much money. At some point, she got upset with him and took him back to court. I was there to witness this. So the judge asked why hasn't he been paying the amount that the court order said. He said that, you know, they had an agreement. The money wasn't there like it was. And this is what the judge said. The judge said, 
this is not your business anymore. Once you get to court, this is my business. Mm. So since this is my business, we're going to go back to that court order, which made him be in arrears $30,000. And he was lamenting, like, I can't pay that right now, and et cetera. And if you've ever been on child support, you already know the threats that you get. You know, um, take your license, get thrown in jail, go on his wages, all of that. That man cried on the stand. Well, right in front of him, it wasn't the stand. But he cried. And I felt him because I understood that. So, man, it, it, it's two sides to that. If you're responsible enough and you can make an agreement outside of court, you know, do that. But once you get into the court system and things of that nature, they're not designed to keep you together or help you co-parent. They're designed, basically, it seems to, to be to keep you guys separate. You know what I'm saying? So there are a lot of factors when it comes to um, being a man in the home or raising kids where government can get involved. But this is the thing. This is the thing I want to add. I want to add that when we talk about the hardest job in America, we go through all these fights and things outside. And when we get in the home, we don't want to fight. We want it to be calm. However, we really have to be humble, even though that's where it should be your kingdom. You still got to be humble. You, you might have to fall on your sword even at home for a little while and then establish um, calmness and peace through your humility. And that's very tough when you've been beat, been beat down all day when you might have a court situation or you might have, you know, an unfair job situation. You know what I'm saying? So we find strength through that humility and it's tough. I mean, I, I'm not sure who else has to deal with it, Tyler, because when I was going through child support, I'm, I'm married too. So we got child support over here. We got a kid and a wife over here. Hey, it was more than a notion as my mother says. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. and that's key. And so Jay, when we throw that out there to you, cause last time we talked about some, some peas, right? We talked about protection, preparation, you know, providing, but a lot of times, uh, in, in the, in the world of even a black father or a father, wherever you may be in the world, sometimes providing, uh, becomes the catch all, you know, and it becomes the ultimate judge, jury and ultimate, you know, executioner if you will if you can't provide at a certain level according to the course according to the world standard so just throwing that out there to say that really makes the job hard um getting along with that partner and sometimes having that third party involved government I, you know i.e government and stuff of that nature yeah it just kind of reminds me of the history of america and, and how a lot of what we have to deal with as black men is etched in our culture you know, just not just from the government, but also uh, from remnants of, of slavery where right. the black man has been devalued, demeaned, emasculated in a number of different ways. And so it just makes the challenge even harder when he comes home, like Willow was saying to his kingdom, where the women don't really respect him for a bunch of reasons, probably both consciously and subconsciously. And it makes it even harder for the brothers to really maintain a position of humility as a king, you know, and the only way that you can do that is really studying the word of God, praying, meditating, and and really hoping that, but that's why the word also says, you know, be equally, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers uh, so that you can try to maintain that position of humility. But guys, tell me, 
because I'm having some struggles. I'm just to be honest with you. I'm having some difficulties with my fiance in, in maintaining a place because I try to stay in a place of peace, but it just seems like, I don't know why, it just seems like there's just a constant attempt or attack subtly to get me off course mm-hmm. from the mission that I've been assigned. What do I do as, you know, well, I know you say, you know, operate from a place of humility, but what does that look like practically for me and for other men who may be struggling with contentiousness or problems in their relationship? This is going to be an unpopular opinion. Um, I learned this from my mother. My mother told me since I was little, you always stay right. No matter what situation, always stay right. Which, you know, could you get the short end of the stick sometimes, but I carried that into my relationship and my marriage with my wife. So, um, when, what that looks like basically is knowing, because if you know how your, your wife or your, your significant other or fiance is going to react, sometimes you have to take the high road a lot first because you're showing the way with your actions, no matter what she says to you, no, no matter how irate that you get, you have to follow on your own sword. At first, maybe it might be the first three years, might be the first four years. Yes, that's difficult to do. However, you're leading through humility. It's almost like, you know, being a servant leader. You're going to serve first to show how to lead. You know what I'm saying? So by you serving, and you making sure that you're listening to her, she has a voice. Um, that when you do, instead of being irate, you do the opposite of what your feelings tell you to do. You know, when you want to scream, you know, kiss her on the head, forehead, and say, hey, you know what? I'm really upset right now. But I don't think this is going to be good for, for us this evening. Can, can we let's focus on something else? You almost always have to be the leader as a man because as I was told, that's your job. You, you, you're the head of the household, you're the coach of the team. You can't let, you know, other outside things. It's almost like if you were the coach, you wouldn't let the team run the team. You have to run the team. You have to be in charge. And a lot of that, show, like you lead by example. You know what I'm saying? Do what your feelings, a lot of times do the opposite of what your feelings tell you to do, especially when it comes to anger. If it's anger, anger is never the answer. Anger always makes situations um, worse. So you can't trust your feelings when you do that. You have to lead with humility. What do you think about that, Tyler? Okay, we're having a little bit of technical yeah. difficulty. Yeah. Oh, there he I, is. I was saying, Willard, I agree with you, Willard. I was saying that I, I look at it like this. All I'm saying is that it's a song we talked about earlier about Lecrae, and Jay, we might can jump into it because it, it plays into this very humility. Lecrae says, let me play the background and I'm going to let God take the lead. Right. And when you look at some of these most powerful songs is that, that, that constant music in the background keeps the whole, no matter what the lyrics are, no matter what's going on on the front end of the song, that background stays consistent. Right. And it sets the tone. And as a leader and as a father, I've learned that that's what I've had to learn how to do. I've had to learn how to become the background for my family as they're learning how to take, how to operate in their leadership role. 
And sometimes I don't agree, you know, sometimes, you know, my son had a nerve to say, daddy, listen, you know, you can lose about 25 pounds if you just discipline yourself. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, you almost <laughs> caught one. But I, cause I'm like, what? This is what I've been saying to you for 18 years, homeschooling, <laughs> all this. And what, what are you talking about? You know, uh -huh. and I'm like, but I played the background. I appreciated it. Cause I, right. I saw that what I had been, what I put in was now coming out. Right. And as a leader and as a father, which makes our job very hard, is that we have to sometimes allow for that to come out um, without being offended or out being frustrated. Sometimes we just got to, you know, uh, be the background and let it let it play out. So, Jay, uh, I think it's maybe a great segue. Hey, man, that was, that's some great advice. You guys set a very high standard, a hard standard for a brother like me to follow because <laughs> I got a fire that burns inside of me. And sometimes I get hot when I'm hot. I'm hot. Speaking of this, <laughs> to this hot song by Lecrae, <laughs> right back here on FBS Fireside. I could play the background. I could play the background. Cause I know sometimes I get in the way. So won't you take the lead? lead, lead. So won't you take the lead? lead, lead. And I could play the and we're back you know jay i mean the truth is man that's why we have this dynamics on the fireside because you know we believe that every father don't get us wrong we all have uh some of the hottest fire it ain't what you see it's that it's them coals that's underneath them coals right that smoldering uh -huh. heat and many of uh -huh. us men many fathers are smoldering you know they literally you know they're afraid to blow up because they know, unfortunately, there's consequences even to that nowadays. Um, and so you need a safe place to be able to share the struggles and the pains. And that, that just makes, you know, we say, yeah, it's a hard job in America because it's like, it, we, we kind of say, it ain't, it's one in, it's a, what they call, we, zero tolerance and what they call that thing in school. Sometimes you get one shot, right? We get one mm -hmm. shot at it sometimes. A black mm -hmm. father mess up, we would be in trouble. So uh, it's so funny you should say that because we were I was playing big whiz with some friends earlier today, right? And they were beating the brakes off us, right? I'm talking about we were down, we were playing a seven game series, we was down three zero, right? And I told them jokingly, I said, Man, it's like being a black man in America. You can't get mm -hmm. nothing wrong at this point, but we got to play every hand spot on. Okay, we can't miss a, a lead or read with our partner. You know, everything just has to be on the up and up. And and sometimes that can, like you said, it can be a lot of pressure, especially when you don't have somewhere to dump, decompress, vent. And then mm -hmm. not only that, here, here's the other part, too. We've got to have a place to refill, rejuvenate. And mm -hmm. a lot of times what I'm, I'm seeing with the men, 24-7 Dad and other uh, ministries, black men just don't have the type of support systems necessary to help right. them to navigate that peaceful warrior protocol. Yeah, they got to be open to that too, as well, because you know, you know, we are very prideful men as well. A lot of times we have these issues yeah. that we talk about openly here. A lot of people that don't, they don't want to open up. You know, they want to make it seem like everything is cool on the home front or with the kids. And reality is not. But if I if I let you know that, that means there are chinks in my armor. But real quick, I got a cheat code. For for any man in any relationship, here's a cheat code. What's that? The, the cheat code is everybody. You, know, you gotta listen close. The cheat code is examine 
the relationship of the parents of your significant other. That's what your significant other knows. That's what they know. Mm. So you use that to speak her language. You know what I'm saying? So say for instance, my my um my wife's mother was a single mother. She had to be super duper strong. She did everything for kids, worked two jobs, etc. You know, her father was not in the in the picture like that. So what does that mean? That means that just by by you know we pick up things from from not what our parents said, but what our parents did. She saw her, her her mom do everything, so it's hard it's hard for my wife even now to take a back seat and trust me to do things because guess what? She ain't never seen that. Now, if you you had the luxury to have a wife that had a two parent home and the mom maybe took care of home and maybe didn't even work and the dad, did, you know, you can expect some um, some subservient things and some old oh, kick your shoes off dinner is made, you know, because that's what she's used to. Whatever that 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 woman's used to, that's basically what she knows. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, you got to speak a language, and then. Speaking her language, say, okay, then that might have been how it was. But you can't say that. You can't say that's how it was. You just got to put that feather in your hat. You know what I'm saying? But you got to demonstrate to her, like I demonstrated to my wife. You ain't got to be that strong, baby. Calm down. I got this. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, you, you can back up a little bit. You're still in my channel. You're still in my, you're still in my throne. Is the ca- <laughs> but she still, and she still sometimes, hey, I, I wake up and she'll be sitting right there in that chair. I'm like, oh, baby. She having flashbacks of how it was. But guess what? You can trust me. You right. can trust me. I can take care of home. I, I will be, be that great father. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't go away. I'm gonna say this very, very quickly because I know time is short. Um, we had a sink in the in the in the our sink used to leak. She put a uh a bucket under it and she would get so mad about this dripping in this bucket. I didn't care about the bucket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what? You know what I'm saying? When it get full, dump it. You know, it still works. I don't see the problem. But she told me that she used to live in a rental home growing up where um, things were always broken. And she promised herself she would never live with anything broken. Mm. And that's something that she carried with her. I didn't know that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But when she told me that, buddy, oh, I'm fixing everything because I don't want you to have those feelings. I don't I don't want you to... Um, relive those moments that were very traumatic for in your life. And you have to acknowledge that their past is a lot of who they are. So you have to know that, study that, and act accordingly. Yep. That's it. <laughs> hey, listen, that's a mouthful. That, hey, how's done? Will, hey, this has been, you know, Worldwide Will, it has definitely opened up. We know his specialty. Uh, for those that don't know, you need to check him out. Uh, he, he does do counseling for any man that's out there might be struggling uh, that needs a quiet one-on-one environment. Yes, I Thank do. you, Willie. Um, <laughs> Jay, you know, when this is all said and done, you know, at the end of the day, we're here for men. Uh, and of course, we just can't talk about being a father without talking about, you know, what makes him a father, which is that significant other, bottom line. You know, he just don't become a father by himself. Right. And reminding ourselves how we are to, you know, continue to lead, whether from the front or from the back, 
it's going to require us to stay focused on the goal. So, man, I've enjoyed this today, man. I'm telling you, sometimes we all just need a refresher. Sometimes we got to get reminded that, man, the struggle is real, you know, and right. we got to hang in there together. Yeah, no doubt. Together. I appreciate y'all. And Tally, I appreciate you for your many years of marital experience. You too, Willard. Um, I hope it was sure. as big of a blessing to the listeners as it was to me. I'm going to put what you said into practice tomorrow. I will follow up with you guys later this week. And thank you all for joining us here on FBS Fires. I'm going to close with a song by Ty Tribby called Work It Out. And we pray that work it out. Really work it out in your relationships across the board. We love you. God bless you. And we'll see you back here on FBS Fireside next week.